Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. The next 10 minutes are inspired by a fort made out of blankets and your ability to manipulate your perceived universe. Hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the engine. So my boys love forts. They love them. They're little kids. I can't put a throw blanket on me when we're watching a movie without them asking me to make a fort. So I end up making these ridiculous forts out of, you know, couch cushions and uh, blankets and all kinds of things. And recently, I got smart and grabbed an old baby gate. And I started making a fort out of this old school baby gate, right? So it's one of the kind of stretched out baby gates where it has hinges every two, three feet. And you can surround the baby in it if you need to. But what I do is make this kind of pen area. Then I throw blankets over the sides and throw a blanket over the top. So it's a completely closed in little space. And my youngest son, who's only three, loves it. Every time I make the fort for him, he crawls right in. He gets some blankets. Uh, for the inside, he gets some pillows. He gets his stuffed animals, a flashlight, because it's pretty dark in there, actually. And, uh, you know, of course, has me come in. So I scamper into the fort. And there's, there's a pretty good amount of room, so I can fit in there and close the little door. And we just hang out, hang out in the fort and pretend ghosts are coming. Recently, I was in there. And, gosh, it's pretty comfortable. It's in the living room, so it's on a carpet. I got a little pillow for my head and a couple of little blankets on the ground, which is fantastic. And Hudson's in there, and a couple times he runs away to go get a toy or something. And I'm just sitting in the fort by myself as my little guy runs away to grab a toy or whatever he wants. And I realize, gosh, this is really nice in here. It's almost like it's almost like a house within a house. Because again, even though my fort's in the middle of the living room. Uh, I can't see the living room. It's dark. It's warm. It's not a very big space. I'm the one in there. So it's pretty warm in there. I can't hear that much, aside from pitter-patter of feet somewhere else in the house, and those fade away. And all of a sudden, I realize I'm in a really distinct little space all of my own. It's almost like it is my whole universe, which is kind of a weird concept, but... I started thinking about it a little bit more, and I don't actually think it's that weird. So when I'm in my living room, if I'm sitting there, I don't perceive myself as being in my house as a whole. I perceive myself as being in my living room. If I go into my one of my son's rooms and we're hanging out reading a book or something, we close the door, make it a little bit quieter reading a book. I don't perceive my house, or excuse me, myself to be in my house. Again, I'm in this room. I'm not in a room attached to a hallway, attached to a kitchen, attached to a living room. I'm in this room. And that's because I can't really sense much outside of the room. I can't sense the kitchen. I can't sense the living room. I also can't sense the backyard or the front yard or the neighborhood surrounding me, or the city I'm in. I can only sense that room I'm in. And that's the exact same thing that happens when I'm in the fort. I go from being in this living room, that's let's say 15 by 20, down to this little tiny space that's four feet by three feet, if that big. But all of a sudden that becomes my universe. Because my universe My perceived universe is limited by the bounds of my perception. If I can't hear something outside of this fort, 
then it doesn't really exist to me. If I can't see something outside of this fort, then it doesn't really exist to me. You take all of my senses. Right? If I can't smell dinner cooking in the kitchen, then the kitchen doesn't, doesn't exist for me. It's just this little fort. And that really made me start thinking, hey, where am I right now? Because I'm not in my house. I'm not in my living room. I'm in this fort, but where's the fort? So I tell this to a couple of my students and kind of laugh about it. But we go one step further because I give them a hard time about getting so focused with their AirPods or folks with homework. And I say, hey, where are you when you're studying? They say, well, I usually study in my room. I have a desk and that's where I do my studying. I said, no, no, no. I'm not saying where is your, where's your meat wagon, your, your physical self. What I'm saying is where are you? Because let's face it, if your arm got cut off and God forbid, of course, and we put the arm in your bedroom and you're hanging out in the living room. You don't say, I'm in the bedroom. You say, I'm in the living room. We say, well, what about that arm that was part of you? Like, no, 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 I'm in the living room. That was my arm, my arm's over there. There's a very real distinction, this is not a new concept, there's a distinction between your physical self and you. You say, my brain, my heart, my arm. Well, who's my? Who's me? Are you only those things? If I get a heart transplant, has the me that made up the me the rest of my life been transplanted? No, I'm still me. I just have a different heart now. So when you're in your room studying, most students do studying. They're looking down. Let's say they're doing math homework. Doing math homework, they usually are listening to some kind of music because they have their AirPods in. They're usually sitting in a reasonably comfortable chair. So after a while, they become habituated to these things. They don't sense the chair anymore because they've been sitting in it. They don't usually smell anything after the first two or three minutes unless the odor in, in the room has changed. You ever go to somebody's house and their house smells different, right? Could smell like fish or could smell just different cleaning products. Doesn't matter what it is. After about the first five minutes, you don't smell that anymore because, again, you've become habituated to it. So there are all this, and there's all this sensory input that you're getting hit with constantly, but a lot of times you stop noticing it because, again, it's not changing, so you stop worrying about it. So when you're studying, you're sitting in your chair. You don't notice a chair after a little while. You're not smelling anything. Your hearing and sight are completely occupied. You're not tasting anything. So all of a sudden, the majority of your senses shut down because nothing is really changing. The last two that are on are your eyes looking down at a book and your hearing, which is occupied by music. And pretty soon... You're not even really in the room anymore. And you can tell this because if somebody's in a room and their senses are in that room, say I'm sitting in a chair in my room and somebody opens the door. I acknowledge them. I can see them. I can say hello. We can do whatever we want. But if my senses are gone or tied up somewhere else, as in I'm staring down at a book or staring off into nothing, and I'm hearing something else. I'm, my AirPods are in. I can't hear anything in the room. I'm not actually in the room anymore. I'm gone. I am somewhere else. And you know this because sometimes you'll go into somebody's room, you'll try to talk to them, and they won't respond, and you'll go up and stand right next to them. And all of a sudden, it's like they come out of some no man's land. They come back into their head. They come back into their body. They come back into the room, and they, they jump up. They're like, Bleh! 
They didn't see you there. They get all freaked out. Oh my God, don't do that to me. You scared me. Why did I scare you? I walked into a room. You're in this room. No, they're not in the room. They're somewhere else. Where are they? I don't know, but they're gone. (laughs) And I think this is why people really like hoodies. The hoodie sweatshirts. So if you're wearing a hoodie, say you're at somebody's house or you're at a at a party or it could be a game, a basketball game, a football game or whatever. Very frequently, things get a little crazy, right? You're at somebody's house. There are a lot of people there. It gets loud. Or you're at a football game and it's cold and loud or whatever. You slip your hands into the pockets, the kangaroo pocket in front. You're not feeling the exterior that much anymore, right? Your hands can feel each other. They get warm. Now they're kind of insulated from the world around. You have a nice thick hoodie on, your entire upper torso is insulated from the world around. You stop kind of sensing it. And if you flip that hood up, all of a sudden you don't feel the breeze in your hair anymore. The noise around you gets muffled enough to make a difference. And your sight gets reduced by some unbelievable amounts. It's about 70 to 80%. Because you, even if you're not staring at people to your left and right, you can see those people. You see the movement. You can sense the movement. But if you take that all away and tug just a tiny bit on the drawstrings, on the hood, and that gets cinched just a little bit, you're looking at a tiny fraction of what you were before. And all of a sudden, your perceived world, your perceived universe has shrunk considerably. It's like being in your own personal fort. It's amazing because, again, you can't feel anything. You're hearing less. You can't see very much. And it allows a lot of people to just kind of be in their own world and calm down because they've actually manipulated their perceived universe. And let's be clear, that is their universe. We may be on Earth flying through the solar system. That's not our universe. The universe that I'm in right now is the room I'm sitting in recording this. That's my universe. I'm vaguely aware of other people moving around in the universe, but I'm in a multi-story building right now. I don't perceive the people that are directly beneath me. Ten feet beneath this chair could be another person in a chair. I don't even think about them. Ten feet above my head could be another person sitting in a chair just like I am, literally occupying the same space left, right, front, back, not occupying the up and down, the vertical space. But I don't perceive that. It's like the hoodie. Once that hoodie goes up, you don't perceive in the same way the universe around you. Your world has shrunk. And it's a really awesome ability. And when you see people with hoodies on, you know they have this ability. And if the hoodie's not up, then you know they're open to the world around them. They want to perceive the world around them. They want to include you in their universe. If the hoodie is up, you can get no more clear signal. They're not interested in the rest of the universe. They're interested in reducing their perceived reality. And this is a fun idea that you can manipulate your reality so easily with one clothing garment. And God bless them, I love hoodies. They're fantastic. But you should exercise caution because just because you have reduced your perceived reality 
doesn't mean reality has stopped. If you're at a football game and you pop that hoodie up and you zone out, it doesn't mean the two people next to you that are getting in an argument and then eventually getting into a fight. It doesn't mean that's not happening anymore. It's happening. You just can't perceive it. When you're on public transportation, you don't want to see anyone. You're on BART. It smells. It's weird. You just pop your hood. You put your AirPods in. You're looking at your phone. It doesn't mean the reality going on around you that you cannot perceive is not taking place. And these are things that can gravely affect your life. So at the very least, exercise caution with reducing your perceived reality. Because although it may be comforting, like jumping into a fort with a little three-year-old, it may be comforting, it may be fun, it might be warm and awesome. That doesn't mean that the dangerous reality that we all occupy isn't continuing on around us, without us. So be careful. And on that note, thanks for listening. Go out and crush it.